Welcome back to Two Sisters at a TV, the classic TV podcast, where we remember and celebrate all things and everything classic TV. We ran into a little delay with the episode that we were going to bring today, but uh, we'll have that for you early next week. So we're going to do another episode that we got together kind of spontaneously. Um, I was on Google Books and I was trying to look up Marie McCormick's book. Marie McCormick, of course, played Marsha Brady on The Brady Bunch. And I have heard a lot about her book, so I wanted to look at a preview of it before I possibly went over to Amazon to buy it. Well, before I got to Maureen's book, which I did find, um, I ran across another book instead. This book is about Generation X and our relationship with television. The book was written back in the 90s, was published in 1997. It is titled Gen X TV, The Brady Bunch to Melrose Place. It was written by Rob Owen, who himself a part of Gen X. He is 53 now. So uh, back when this book was published, a lot of us were in our 20s. And of course, others were in our were in their teens. Um, so we just want to take a look at some of the surveys that we discovered that we read about in regard to Gen X and the TV shows that define our generation. Now, Gen X for years was the overlooked generation. Still kind of is. You know, I remember back in the 90s, my sister bought the uh, Time magazine that had Generation X on the cover about how, you know, we were slackers and we didn't have any kind of focus or direction. Um, We were very cynical and all we did was watch TV all the time. And honestly, I mean, my sister, nothing like that. But maybe the cynical part and the TV part, yes. But the other stuff, no, definitely not. Me, yeah, I was. I was. I had no direction when I was in my 20s. Didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Had no direction, um, no focus. You know, I mean, I was in college, but I mean, I was just taking courses because my family wanted me to go to college, but I didn't really want to be there. Um, So I was definitely your classic Gen Xer. And uh, yes, I though I've become more cynical with age, actually. Was not as cynical when I was younger. And of course, lived in front of the TV. That's why this podcast is in existence today, because we both spent so much time in front of the TV. Now, Gen X, um, it's been debated what year is, is Generation X. Now, some say 1965 to 1980. Some say 1965 to 1981, 1982. Some say 1965 to 1984. I don't really care. You know, I, we don't care about that. I mean, I know there was a girl on social media who was born in 1981. She said that she was in a Gen X group. And the girl got bullied so badly that she left. Oh, well, you're, you're born 1981. You're not Gen X. It's not that serious. You know, it just isn't. It's not that big of a deal. So, you know, hey, you can go down to 84. You can go to 80. I don't really care. It makes no difference to me. If you're Gen X, if you if you, you relate to Gen X, cool. Because, I mean, I was in late high school. I was into boomer music. I mean, I, all I wanted, to, I forgot about everything that was on the top 40. I can't even tell you what was in the top 40 in the late 80s, especially 1989. I couldn't even tell you. 
because I was listening at the Righteous Brothers and the Turtles, Wilson Pickett, more Motown, Jan and Dean. I didn't care about anything going on in the, <laughs> in the current music scene <laughs> at all. So I was a 17-year-old in a boomer body, you know, and so it, this generation stuff, people are so rigid about it, especially now. It's really annoying. So the dates, the years for Gen X, we don't care. It's not important. But this look at the TV shows that shape that generation is pretty interesting. Now, Rob Owen um, did a survey. He actually um, contacted other Gen Xers when he was doing research for this book. And I'm sure the book is on Amazon. Um, of course, there's a preview on Google Books, obviously. That's where I got my information from. But uh, I'm sure the book itself is on Amazon. So he you know, reached out to a lot of fellow Gen Xers. And he contacted them and wanted their opinion about what were the most memorable TV shows while they were growing up. Here are the top 10 on that list. Now, the average respondent, the birth year for the average respondent or participant of the survey was 1970. And so here is the list that they came up with back in the 90s. Number 10, The Facts of Life. Number nine, Three's Company. Number eight, Star Trek. Number seven, Laverne and Shirley. Number six, MASH. Number five, Little House on the Prairie. Number four, Family Ties. Number three, The Love Boat. Number two, Happy Days. And the number one show that was the most memorable growing up, according to Gen X back in the 90s, The Brady Bunch. Now, the funny thing is that The Brady Bunch was about 5% ahead of Happy Days. Because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, who didn't watch The Brady Bunch after school or on the weekends? I mean, we watched it after school. So it makes sense that The Brady Bunch would be at the top of the list. Now, they also, um, he also went a little beyond the top 10. Just below the top 10 were The Cosby Show, The Dukes of Hazard, Cheers, and Gilligan's Island. Also, a lot of other popular mentions that um, he got from participants of the survey were The Six Million Dollar Man, The Bionic Woman, Silver Spoons, Super Friends, The Muppet Show, Welcome Back Cotter, The A-Team, Different Strokes, and Scooby-Doo. Other mentions further down in the book, Chips, Charlie's Angels, What's Happening, Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers, Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, Good Times, New Zoo, The New Zoo Review, Zoom, Sesame Street, Villa Allegra, 321 Contact, The Merritt Hall Moore Show, and The Electric Company. So it's really diverse, you know, a lot of really different types of shows, you know, sitcoms and not really a lot of dramas, though. Now, that's one thing that's missing. 
really no dramas. I mean, you had, you know, shows like, you know, Battlestar Galactica. Um, that was a drama, but it was, you know, that show was loosely based on Star Wars. But mostly you had sitcoms and cartoons and, you know, like the Muppet show. So that very telling, um, probably the most serious shows on this list amongst the ones who are, that are mentioned would be, well, MASH, of course, could be very, very serious. And, um, I guess Star Trek, although that too, you know, um, fantasy, but, uh, that is probably the most telling thing about the list that, you know, he got, uh, back in the nineties, along with all the supporting shows, 18. Well, I mean, that was comical, you know, 18, very, you know, uh, very humorous. So yeah, there really were not any dramatic shows at all that were mentioned. So that's interesting to, well, Little House on the Prairie, Little House, very dramatic, so yeah, there is a drama listed after all, Little House. But for the most part, it's sitcoms. And like I said, um, you know, shows that are, you know, humorous and they're funny. So, and most of these shows, you know, we both have watched down through the years. Um, the only ones that I have, of course, I could never get into MASH um, or Star Trek or Cheers. But everything else... Um, that is listed here that I named, um, I watched, uh, I couldn't get, I couldn't get into Battlestar Galactica, Battlestar Galactica either, or Black Rogers, so, but everything else, though, that's listed, I watched, um, my sister, same thing with her, she watched all these shows, too, um, she watched, you know, um, Cheers and MASH, however, so, you know, she watched those, and Star Trek, so I think she watched everything that's listed, um, on, you know, these shows, I think, not, I don't think she watched Buck Rogers, and I know that she did not watch Battlestar Galactica either, but everything else she watched as well. So the list actually does make a lot of sense. Um, but then doing other research, we found another list. This one is more recent. This comes from the movieweb.com website. This list was compiled last April, April the 15th. And the article was written by Madison Bracken. And we have 10 TV shows compiled that defined Generation X. Now, these are the shows that came from um, movieweb.com in this article. Number 10, ALF. Number 9, The Partridge Family. Number 8, All in the Family. Number seven, The Jeffersons. Number six, MASH. Number five, Happy Days. Number four, Doogie Howser, MD. Number three, The A-Team. Number two, Miami Vice. And the number one spot this time on this list goes to The Six Million Dollar Man. This list makes sense too, actually. Um... I don't think that, according to the article that we read for this list, there was not a survey done. I'm not sure kind of how they put this list together. It's not too specifically mentioned in the article if um, what kind of data that they used or what kind of research they came up with for this list. But it doesn't say anything about, like with the Rob Owen book, 
that they used like a survey or that they, you know, polled anyone or had anyone respond. That was not mentioned. But however they came up with this list, it, it too is really accurate. Um, interestingly, interestingly enough, both MASH and Happy Days are on both lists, which that's no surprise at all. Um, of the shows that are on this list, my sister has watched every one of them. Me, um, the only one I, of course, you know, you know about me and MASH. Bonnie, like I said, I know everyone on the show, try to get into it. It just never happened. Although I did watch the um, series finale back in 83, but I could never get into Miami Vice. I love the theme song, though. The theme song was the number one hit in the fall of 1985. It was done by Jan Hammer, but I could never get into the show. Just couldn't. Everyone else was into Miami Vice and watching it. Well, not everybody that I knew, but a lot of people were. It was a very popular show. I just couldn't get into it. Don't know why. I have no idea. These two really good-looking guys, and I just could not get into the show at all. So that's very weird, but... It makes sense that they would be on the list, that the show would be on the list because it was super popular in the 80s and 90s. Uh, but surprise, see Doogie Howser on the list. But again, that too aired from 1989 to 1993. And uh, I discovered that show in reruns. I mean, I would see it on ABC during its original airing, but I just couldn't, you know, I just, I was watching something else. I can't remember what it was. But I discovered it on Nick at Night years later and really, really liked it. Really good show. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think when you look at both lists, both definitely sum up TV and Generation X. Because the one thing about Generation X, no matter what else you can say about our generation, we definitely grew up with the television. That's for sure. No matter what your favorite shows were, what you watched or what you may still like even today from your childhood and your growing up wonder years, you were in front of the TV. We were the generation to really come of age in front of the TV. And like I said, that's why this podcast is in existence in the first place because of the fact that we both watched so much TV growing up. But uh, we just kind of want to bring this to you and kind of see what you think. I mean, kind of see, um, share the list with you and share about the book. Um, the Gen X TV book from 1997, along with, like I said, the movieweb.com list. Just to let you know what TV shows have been uh, mentioned to define Generation X. And uh, hey, did your favorite show make the cut? Or was your favorite show not on either list? But uh, just wanted to bring that to you. It was pretty fun to look this up. It was not planned to look any of this up. It just happened. Like, so I was looking up uh, Marsha Brady's book. But, um, yeah, this was something we wanted to put together and share with you. And, uh, you know, just kind of let you know what we found and share it with you out there, whether genera- whether you are fellow Generation X or whether you're not. But just want to throw it out there and uh, just have a little bit of fun with it, you know, today with all of you. But we will have the planned episode we're going to do today. We're going to have that episode for you either next this coming Monday or Tuesday for sure. So thank you for joining us for today's episode as we took a look back at Gen X TV. And we will have another episode, like I said, coming up next week as we go back to continue to look at early 1980s TV shows. 
Thank you for your support of the podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you won't miss any of these episodes as we bring them to you. Thank you for your time as always, and we will see you on the next episode.